welcome to the Francast. We are here to talk about more episodes of The Nanny. Uh, we love the show and, and we have lots to talk about this week. It's going to be really fun. And I am film critic Rachel Wagner and I'm joined by my friend Larry's here. Hi. Yes. Excited to be back. <laughs> yes. And Colleen is here. Hello. Thanks for having me again. Yes. <laughs> fun. So first thing we have to talk about right away is the special event that happened in the world of the nanny this week we had the live read-through of the pilot the special pandemic event and <laughs> so colleen did you get to watch this i watched about 75 percent of it if i'm being oh. honest i actually <laughs> i i yeah it was so yeah it wasn't it was interesting it wasn't yeah. as exciting as i thought it would be yeah I what? hate to say it. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> That's okay. Hey, we can keep it real here. Uh, what about you, Larry? What did you think? Um, I thought it was fun for for an event like that. Um, I thought definitely Charles Shaughnessy was de- the best in shape uh, reading while <laughs> kind of g- yeah. getting through it. I thought he did really well. Mm-hmm. Um, what I really liked was Nicole Tom and how into it she was. Yeah, um, cute. With her costume yeah. and her hair change and just even her face. Um, I, I just liked her her enthusiasm <laughs> and how into it she got. But Renee Taylor stole the show for me. I thought she was so yeah. fun and so funny. Yeah. Oh, she was good, yeah. I didn't realize she's 87 years old. She um, looks exactly the same. I mean, it <laughs> I was unreal. Oh my now she's 87 and then like daniel davis he sounds exactly the same like his voice mm-hmm. hasn't aged at all neither really no. has charles's yeah. but those two i was like wow their voices particularly have just stayed exactly the same yeah it's true if you did a animated nanny show it would there because it wouldn't sound like oh that's an older version of the characters they sound exactly the same yeah and then Anne Hampton Calloway, she killed it. And, yeah. And, uh, singing <laughs> the intro Thank song. You. I was like, yes, I like this live intro. Yeah. That was the highlight for me, really, was hearing her sing the the theme song. That was a lot of fun. And getting, I mean, I have no idea what she looks like. So that was kind of fun yeah. to see her. <laughs> uh, but it was, it was fun. I enjoyed it. So I, I, I would, if they did another, I'd watch, I'd watch another one. Why not? Yeah, I think I need to watch. I think what happened was I only watched like three quarters of it because I was, I couldn't watch it all at one sitting. Uh-huh. I was trying to do it between other stuff. And I think right. that's what yeah. And I feel like I need to watch it at one sitting. I think that'll be better. The most jarring thing for me is that Lauren Lane looks different in a yeah. good way. I love her haircut. I mean, I think she looks <laughs> more fresh and modern now, which she's much older. I just looked up her age. She's 59. Nice that so she did on the show well and those like i said those glasses yeah. were very fashion forward it looked really really fresh i liked that a lot yeah. I was like, wow and i liked that hair color it was like a white blonde kind of color uh-huh. i thought she looked great and that yeah, was, it was fun yeah was i fun. just i loved when nicole tom accidentally dropped her <laughs> makeshift dress uh that she was trying to hold up no poor thing there's like cloth that she draped over herself <laughs> But she was just like so wide-eyed the whole yeah. time. I was just like, look at her. She's just like making yeah. making Maggie just like so over the top, like uh, wide-eyed, doughy-eyed, yeah. kind of dumb. But it was. I thought it was fun. Yeah, I laughed every, every time they showed her. Yeah, it was. It was cute. It was fun. Yeah. So there we go. That was that was an exciting event. And <laughs> we're going to talk about uh, three episodes in season one today. Uh, it's episodes eight, nine, and ten. And uh, yeah, these are interesting episodes. We got a lot of fashion in these three episodes. Yeah, we did. Oh, <laughs> it was not like last week. Every single one, I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm having to constantly write down what she's wearing. Yeah. <laughs> clothing choices (laughs) so the first episode is just called the christmas episode Mm -hmm. and one of the things i want to say right off the bat is that they do briefly mention the show there's a few jokes about uh about hanukkah and the menorah and uh and a few things but i kind of wish that the episode had 
because she's supposed to be part of the basically part of the family and i i kind of wish that that the sheffields as a family had made some kind of effort to participate in fran's uh french traditions you know like it would have been really cute if they'd had a little i don't know like a menorah on the mantle or something like that instead of just kind of mentioning it being like hey you can take (laughs) you can take christmas off yeah (laughs) <laughs> or you don't have to take christmas yeah. off because uh, we know you don't celebrate it anyway yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> but i don't know what did you think of this episode larry um so i thought it was an overall cute episode so like so much christmas fashion speaking yes. of that there was just everything she wore i was just like oh my gosh this like christmas wardrobe yeah. um but it, it was a definite cute little episode. I didn't love the end of the episode. It was a little bit much for my grand chart. Um, but <laughs> throughout the rest of it, I thought I thought it was fun. Yeah. Uh, what did you think, Colleen? Enjoyed it. I thought it was a cute one. I agree about the end. It was a little much. But the part, I mean, I, as a kid, I mean, I, it looked like it was a Catholic church. I can't say for sure. But whether confessional, I assume yeah. it's Catholic. Um, I grew up Catholic and, uh, you know, confession is kind of a sacred thing right. and I felt a little not disrespected because <laughs> personally I don't go to confession anymore and I'm not really mm-hmm. practicing, but my, my father was a really big stickler on it and it's kind of a special sacred thing. And for yeah. someone just a stranger to go in, who's not Catholic, I felt like that was a little, that was a little much for me. I, I kind of wondered about that and because uh, i'm not i'm not catholic but no. yeah i kind of i kind of wondered about that and i think they even say that it's saint peter's basilica in new york i think she oh, makes a joke yeah. about oh you know that's father donahue is down in down in boca or whatever and he has right. to he has to manage uh but but yeah i i can i can totally see that for sure i mean i everybody knows i love me some christmas so right. <laughs> i <laughs> Yeah, I overall enjoyed it and I thought it was sweet and uh, the, I thought Gracie was really pretty sweet and the whole thing <laughs> we'll talk about Fran and the vase uh, it was pretty fun but um yeah it starts out Fran is taking them uh, the, the girls ice skating and you see Grace and her cute little dress her ice skating dress and so then we have them introducing Fran to like Christmas traditions. Uh, That's when she makes a few jokes about Hanukkah, but she's decorating the tree and she puts on the tinsel too early. And I actually feel very strongly about this. And people who listen to the Hallmarkies podcast know that I think there is a definite order to how you decorate a tree that makes it look way better. Yes. I agree. <laughs> yes, because what you want to do is you want to have just some, uh, just some plain uh, bulbs, some plain uh, uh, ornaments in the deep down in the tree. You want to reach in. You want to get it as far back as you can, and that should be your very first. Because my my tree, I just have I have silver and gold balls that I have way in the back because toward the toward the core of the tree because it just makes everything look so much more like lush and full and beautiful <laughs> and then you put on the uh the next kind of level like i have these icicles i put those on and you, you wait until the very end to put on the the specialty ornaments that's the last step so if you have like an ornament of new york city or something like that that's that's the very last <laughs> that you do <laughs> otherwise it just doesn't look as good it looks like it's all just kind of placed on the outside and uh so i agree with mr sheffield on this very much so <laughs> don't put the you don't put the tinsel on first for sure <laughs> so you're yelling at fran right along yeah, with the family like, no. <laughs> <laughs> 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. But uh, yeah, and and so basically, we find out that uh, that uh, Mr. Sheffield is going to be gone because they're doing this benefit at the in D- Washington D.C. I think, uh, and uh, they uh, they they are going to celebrate Christmas early. And this is very upsetting to Grace. And this is not a problem. This part is not a problem for me because we almost always celebrate Christmas at weird times at my house. <laughs> yeah. Because because usually my uh, my parents are going to visit one of the family, one of my siblings with, with kids, with grandkids. And so I'll either end up celebrating Christmas either late or early, <laughs> one yeah. or the other. And... Uh, but you know i guess maybe for kids and to fran it's kind of upsetting because she has this very idealized view of what you know what christmas is supposed to be like and also the fact that the kids don't believe in santa that's very upsetting to her (laughs) and i don't know what do you think uh colleen about uh fran getting kind of introduced to christmas i mean i don't know if the sheffields are the ideal it's not an i mean you have a beautiful tree and a beautiful home but it's not an idyllic Christmas and the sense of the emotional part of it because I mm-hmm. feel like Maxwell's always so disconnected. I know that's how he's written, but I, for me, I mean, Christmas is not just the lights and the ornaments of the tree and the presents, obviously, and the food, it's the family around it. And I live, a, I, you know, my family's in Ohio, mm-hmm. most of it, and I don't see them every year. So it's, I, I take advantage of the times I am home. It's usually every other year is when I go back. And when I'm not there, I go with friends or whatever. It's not the same, you know, and that's Mm -hmm. fine. I mean, it's just more cost effective for me to not travel every year back to Ohio. But um, I, I don't know if it was the ideal introduction, but I I thought she was a, she was a good sport with it. But the Santa thing just, I don't, I don't remember when I stopped believing in Santa. Do you guys? (laughs) Yeah, older than Gracie. Yeah, I was probably like eight or nine, maybe. I don't know. That's my guess. Should we have put like a a a warning? (laughs) Small children warning. Oh, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. You're a small child, and you're listening. (laughs) (laughs) is crazy. She doesn't know what she's talking about. (laughs) Also, if you're a small child, uh... I'm sorry. I had a momentary lapse in memory. We've just traumatized children across across the globe during the pandemic. Terrible. <laughs> um, I don't know. What did you think of all this kind of this introduction to Christmas for 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 Fran, Larry? Yeah, I also am not really. <laughs> I think this is because I'm not really a big holiday person. Is I don't know. I I don't think it's that uncommon for families to celebrate on Christmas Eve. Yeah. Um. You you know, especially uh, I I don't know. We used to. So I guess uh, my case was also a little bit different growing up because I obviously had like Christmas with my grandma, and then I would go and visit my mom and, or my dad because they've been separated so I, I kind of had two to three Christmases uh, <laughs> depending plus like parties and stuff so my main Christmas like would usually be with my grandma opening presents and everything always on Christmas Eve or that was kind of like my home Christmas so I don't know I guess I just don't find it as jarring either mm-hmm. but especially if you're getting into it and this is like your first year celebrating Christmas. Yeah. You're going to be like, uh, what? And finding out, yeah, the kids pretty much have, are, are too grown up for all the, the Christmas myths and joys yeah. and they, they even, know all about the Christmas shopper. Yeah. Then, there's a shopper. 
I like uh, that Fran says a personal shopper is so impersonal, although not a bad career choice. Yes. <laughs> that was pretty good. And <laughs> uh, that, uh, so basically, uh, Fran kind of tells, he, she tells Maxwell that uh, you're doing Christmas all wrong and, uh, and that he needs to find gifts from the heart. And so he says, okay, I'll go over to F.A.O. Schwartz, <laughs> which is a time capsule, because I don't think that even exists anymore, if I'm not mistaken. I think they're out of business. But there used to be a, a F.A.O. Schwartz in San Francisco that had this, uh, there was two stories of just toys. And I remember I, I got my first Van Alexanderdahl there, and it was just like the most exciting place, except for Disneyland. <laughs> oh, well, I only went to the New York one once, and I don't, I was older, so it didn't have yeah. the meaning to me. Yeah, it was like, there's a second story? This is so exciting. <laughs> you haven't seen, it's not F.A.O. Schwartz, but I don't know if you've come to the American Girl store here in L.A. Oh. That is two story. Oh my gosh. It's amazing. Even as an adult woman without children, I'm like blown away <laughs> by the American <laughs> Girl store. It's amazing. Oh. Now I wish I had gone in because I passed by oh, I was just in L.A. for my birthday, yes, and we oh, were at the row. You have to go. Like right Right across the street from the Britney Spears exhibit that I was going to. (laughs) And so we were just killing time walking around waiting to, you know, be able to check into our our Airbnb. And I saw it there, but we didn't go in there. Now I'm like, ah, I should have went in there. Oh, it's like amazing. My sister and I discovered it. My sister's just turned 60 the other day and we discovered it a few years ago and we're like, it's amazing. Like how much money you could blow on a doll and all the accessories and the furniture and everything you could think of, Rachel. I don't know if you know a lot about American Oh, girls. yeah. No, I had Molly and Samantha. Oh, you did? Up. Oh, yes. then yes. you have to, next time you come to LA, <laughs> it's on your list. Now they have so many. It used to just be like Molly, Samantha, Chris, Kirsten, oh, there's... and like Felicity. There were, there were a few. And then now it's just like everyone has one <laughs> there's like you one for every bring human it. you could have your doll's hair done at the doll salon and if your doll has an injury you could take it to the doll hospital <laughs> they sell wheelchair i mean they sell dolls yeah. for disabled it's really cool yeah no it is it is it is really cool anyways but so yeah gracie says well do you believe in santa claus and and uh francis i believe in anyone that delivers <laughs> i like that and we find out about this whole thing with uh the mr sheffield gives these christmas bonuses and and so and you know niles is is super uh being extra (laughs) extra attentive i'll say uh during that and and he because he kind of resents christmas because it means all the more work for him and uh, he even says can i convert <laughs> at one point uh, and uh and so fran is running low on money and she even she gets the the presents that she gets for everybody she writes them on bad checks so <laughs> that's, that's kind of a i feel like a bit of a a thing from the past because yes, <laughs> nobody uses checks anymore yeah they have their little christmas and <laughs> i love the whole scene when maggie gets her the, the present she's like it was from the heart and then fran opens it she's just gonna like it's uh it's uh it's a, a pajama holder what does that even mean why do you need a pajama a pajama holder. I definitely think we were all with Fran there. Like, uh, what is that? Oh, beautiful. Thanks. I love it. I I did love that that uh, Mr. Sheffield got Grace that scream. Uh, that was hilarious. And that was like a, a callback to one of the previous episodes. Too, yeah, because she had mentioned it when they were going to the museum. I think, or or I think, I think it was it was, imaginary, was it imaginary friend? yeah Talk about her uh, therapist yeah. and so they were i thought that was so cute and i love how she punched it <laughs> she, when yeah. he was like no i can't stay and she just like punches it down and goes and sits on the couch <laughs> yeah and then you see uh that fran first sees niles check and she's like whoa you know like four 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 figures or whatever yeah. and and then 
Uh, and, <laughs> and then she gets this vase, this vase from Mr. Sheffield. And that is so funny the way she's like looking in it to see if there's more. <laughs> Yeah, like looking around oh uh, yeah it's beautiful thanks <laughs> <laughs> yeah and i do think that the whole scene with uh val and fran at the pawn shop is really funny mm-hmm. and, and we find out the val is a plumber's daughter evidently. <laughs> <laughs> and and she val kind of spits it all out and and she's like that is why you cannot you can never find a partner for bridge <laughs> that was good and uh so then we have uh the uh, mr sheffield says i hope that you cherish the vase as the children cherish you (laughs) so then she goes back and she pawns her grandma's (laughs) watch or mother's uh, grandmother's yeah watch Mm -hmm. in order to get the uh to get the vase back and (laughs) and then uh, you have Niles, uh, and he says that he tells Cece, "Oh, I did forget one old bag." <laughs> yes. <laughs> and uh, he also gives Fran the Bible at the church. He says, "This ought to bring you up to date." <laughs> yeah, I was like, "That was that was like my favorite." No, I was lying to it. Oops, it seems I did miss one old bag. <laughs> Yeah. when Cece walks in the door <laughs> and and it ends up their flight is delayed so so um and that's something you could you could never have that whole plot line now like leaving the airport because you have to go back through all and, the security oh oh, and no. there's no way for three hours that you would do that and and uh so he leaves and i did like niles line <laughs> finds out that uh that cc is uh flying by so she says there goes the friendly skies skies <laughs> <laughs> and he's like oh yeah she should be up in the air by now um there yeah. goes the friendly sky <laughs> and uh and so yes we have this whole scene with her and confessional and i mean i don't know you should are is anybody allowed to go into confessional like if they want I mean, I guess you could walk in, but I don't feel like there's a... Yeah, I mean, you could walk in off the street and go to mass (laughs) and walk into confessional when they have hours. It's not open all the time either. Usually it's open before mass like that was. Mm. And I mean, you could, but like, I feel like there's a Catholic guilt. There's a guilt thing. There's a (laughs) conscience thing that would get to me. Like, I'm not going to be a stranger just walking into this confessional. And there are some prayers you kind of you know kind of kind of kind of should know i mean i don't remember them now but right (laughs) well and then you have mr sheffield go into the the box with her like the confessional he goes inside too and you could do face to face or like you know no screen so you can like you have a screen so they don't see you that kind of thing it's weird like confession isn't i we can have a whole podcast about confession (laughs) but it's on i i stopped going after eighth grade because i was forced to do it because i went to catholic school and i I didn't care for it i didn't like telling god (laughs) it was an odd experience and then i you know you'd get chastised by certain priests Mm -hmm. and then you hear about things that happen i hate to say it and not to get too gross or weird but like so much would be some behavior the priest was not perfect you hear Mm -hmm. now so i didn't like yeah i mean i don't know anything about that at all but uh but yeah i get what i i think that it did feel Weird. a little irreverent to me. Yes, that's the right uh, word. It was just irreverent. Then the 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 Santa that Cece is very rude to. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I don't know why you'd have a, a bell ringing Santa uh, inside. Like, you know what I mean? Like inside the, the, um, the, the gate. Like you do have, usually they're in like a pub more people coming they, going they put them at place. airports i, I mean i, I guess i never airport. i was like i never fly around christmas time i, no. I have flown up you know every other year for the last yeah, I was like, years do they now. put santa claus at the airport <laughs> that, that seems like a, well, a horrible place actually to put yeah santa claus, i mean if there were 
it's not pleasant. Like you like yeah. getting to where you're going and traveling itself can, is fun. But the airport experience it's, is not pleasant. It's when you're right. kind of on edge. You're like trying yeah. to, you don't want some Santa Claus standing there <laughs> ringing a bell. Yeah. I would probably be like CC2. <laughs> well, I mean, especially you wouldn't want to be at a gate because the gate people are just like, you want, if you're a bell ringing Santa, you want people, you want to be in a spot where people are coming and going yeah. so that you have a chance to get donations from as many people as possible. <laughs> Not people as a just gate. sitting there for hours. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just, yeah yeah so i don't think that was a good plan on that santa but evidently <laughs> susie <laughs> susie let him have it and <laughs> he's there in the hospital room and uh and uh the end as you said uh they go hey uh we don't want to spend christmas alone or whatever and they look over and santa is gone and they're looking outside the window and it's magical and whatever and then you see a, a little like merry christmas from the nanny oh yeah <laughs> i always find it so weird so one of the weird parts about that to me is like where she closes the back of mr sheffield's gown oh yeah and part of me is just like what in the world who would just be laying there and let him just be laying there like that with his children sitting right <laughs> like, you know that you wouldn't pull the blank you know the doctor or the nurse before anyone came in would have pulled the the, the blanket up i uh, clearly was it was so that was one of those moments i was just like oh gosh uh but <laughs> yeah it was exclusively for the joke it made no yeah. sense like in like, reality what? i agree with the kids sitting there okay all three of these episodes i thought were more saucy were for more sure. than uh than the previous ones yeah for sure yeah some of the lines i really liked in this one um we mentioned that i did like nile <laughs> um when fran is like questioning him and he's like did you think the keyholes polish themselves and then i like when they come back at that later and he's like no more polishing keyholes for you um <laughs> when she, they ask her about like what she wears to bed or something uh i'm not like oh um i also liked fran <laughs> when he asked her don't you have a credit card she's like not since my little run-in with edward oh yeah <laughs> i love that one i wrote it down <laughs> yeah and then i forgot what they said about santa claus but i like that she's like well the man gets out of the house once a year live and let live <laughs> <laughs> Oh, when Gracie's like, oh, does Santa Claus wear red lipstick? Because, you know, she brings yeah. up the cookies. Like, oh, look, Santa, you can oh, yeah. And Gracie's like, does he wear red <laughs> lipstick? She's like, eh, the man gets out of the house once a year. Living at <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, so we have a lot of fashion on oh this episode. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> the so greens, the olives, the reds. <laughs> so it starts out with a gray turtleneck. Uh, like, I did not realize until I started paying attention that she wears a turtleneck in always. almost every every outfit yeah like that oh, was always a turtleneck <laughs> always a turtleneck but it's a gray turtleneck with a black jacket with white embroidery and and a black skirt uh in that when it first starts when she's taking them to skating uh -huh. and and then uh and then we have a red turtleneck with a green shiny blouse oh. with a red and green print vest oh, terrible. <laughs> with gold buttons and a red skirt and then those <laughs> red paisley, tights wasn't it wasn't yeah. like a paisley design it was so bad it was really bad <laughs> oh my gosh yeah i don't know why those tights like took me out too with those red <laughs> tights i was like whoa i don't know this whole outfit is just out there yeah she was going crazy with pantyhose in this uh yeah. oh my goodness because uh, then she had a black turtleneck with a pink coat that she wears briefly and then she takes off the coat and there was a vest with green yellow black pink and purple <laughs> diamonds and gold buttons of course and a green skirt there was like this olive green skirt she wore yeah. it was the olives that was weird to me too. i don't know why because she kept doing like off greens like they were never yeah yeah she just was really wearing some weird greeny gold tones yeah. a lot in the colored tights is too much i mean yeah. i think the most i've ever worn in my life was like a gray color like that's it yeah. i never on black gray you know nude that was like all yeah. i ever wore <laughs> well yeah and that's one thing that has totally changed i mean it used to be that if if you went out 
in a uh, public place, uh, if any kind of skirt, or when you wore nylons, you had nylons on. That was just a thing. And and now I feel like that's nobody yeah. wears nylons anymore. No way. <laughs> Thank goodness, they're such a pain. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> thank goodness. Oh, they're the worst. They are the worst. <laughs> and they, you always had when I bought, I was in those weddings I was in. You always had to buy a, a second pair, especially if they picked a weird yeah. color. You always had to buy a second pair. Oh, because they run. Put and you had to have nail polish, clear yeah. nail polish. Yeah. <laughs> you know that, Mary. Clear nail polish stops to run. Yeah, I did know that actually. <laughs> we, we had to wear, and now the they don't have the rule anymore, but. When I was on my mission for my church, all the sister missionaries were required to wear nylons at Ooh. all times, unless you were in a really, really hot climate. Mm -hmm. uh, then you weren't. Then you didn't have to. Uh, but, but oh, it was the worst. Yeah. <laughs> I hated them so much. <laughs> but, have a bunch. I haven't worn. I can't remember the last time I put on hose. It has been years. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a it's a it, it furthered the uh, the uh, the women's movement more than almost anything else in my book. <laughs> Getting rid of the the rid of nylons, oh. <laughs> but uh, but I mean, a certain generation they they would absolutely swear by them. Yeah, that they. <laughs> but um, but then the weirdest one I thought actually was her weird Christmas robe. Oh, this is, I put was, down Mrs. Claus robe. <laughs> oh yeah, so odd. Like it had like it was a cranberry kind of color. But it had this weird lace on it, and it just looked yeah. like, what did we all of a sudden, are we in Downton Abbey or something? What is going on with this weird rope? Yes. <laughs> it was so strange. Yeah. And it was over the top, but I actually really liked that big, peffy, poofy red coat she wore to the, yeah. to yes. the, um, what to, the pawn shop. I was like, yeah. oh, I like this, this big old coat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that I like. Some of the coats are okay. Yeah. yeah. The overcoats. Yeah. Not so much. <laughs> yeah, well, then, yeah. When she takes them off, that's when it's like, uh oh, because there's another coat in the eleventh or the tenth episode. I really like too, but yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm like, oh. Oh, and there's one coming down, way, way coming down. This, 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 uh, uh, orange, uh, giant orange faux fur coat that, oh uh, that I, I, I remember Cece saying this. Somebody have to kill a muppet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, the next one was uh, she has this white shirt with this like kind of lace sort of. It's sort of fluffy. It's a puffy shirt kind of. Yeah. But there's this lace and and then a uh, red skirt and then this giant red fur coat. And <laughs> uh, and then she also had a weird purse. I usually don't notice her purse but it was a, it was kind of it looked sort of like an antique yeah, like a pocket book, like yeah. my grandmother used to use with yeah. the snaps at the top, mm -hmm. right? And then yep. did it have snaps or did it have a foldover? Anyway. I think it had snaps. Yeah, my grandmother clicked. had something like that. Yeah. It like clicked together, yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah, she's no. in the pawn shop with this giant. And then she had that like red and green jacket sweater uh, thing with like yeah. the sleeves being. Um, and yeah I, I i didn't know exactly how to describe that i i wrote down a white shirt it's the same i think white yeah. shirt with the lace and it was a little bit more of a lacy version of the pirate shirts she wore. yeah yeah <laughs> and uh and then it had uh then it had yeah i, I just said a red bodice with yeah. gold buttons of course you gotta have gold Ugh. and uh and then red skirt and green velvet sleeves sleeves yeah with, it was a <laughs> With green pantyhose. Yeah. <laughs> it was just, it was very odd. I was like, wow, she really swung for the Christmas theme uh, this whole episode, but very few actually really worked out. Yep. And so she ends up getting her bonus after all from, uh, from Mr. Sheffield. So it's all good. And so this one, I would probably give it like a six. Yeah. It was probably fun enough. It was but... fine. Yeah. That's a good score. Yeah. Six, six and a half. Okay, so next is called personal business, and so this one, uh, I was curious. So we've got this. They're trying to cast this uh, this soap opera actor, Brock Storm, and 
I, yeah, I but I was curious what you guys think is the sort of modern equivalent of a soap opera actor because yes we have some soap operas but they're <laughs> way less of a fandom now than yeah. no you're right 90s. it's like yeah. uh, i very vaguely still know what's going on in days of our lives right. thanks to so my you grandmother know that actor, right you know you know yeah. that actor don't you know I, I don't oh do you know that actor larry we yeah, can talk was, about him yeah I, he, I, lo- I knew him from general hospital but i also knew he was on days yeah he was on days of our lives. Oh, really yeah we'll talk about him yeah we'll talk about him when this time that's funny um yeah i don't know maybe like i would definitely say probably more of a uh, i don't know because even like i don't know like a mcdreamy type like someone off of a show mm. like that maybe like yeah. a Grey's anatomy or something yeah i guess and even uh, that has lost its steam so i'm trying to think of like what's what's going well, I mean, right now i mean <laughs> I, I don't even know on streaming what would be in like i like, initially thought well, somebody on reality tv but e- even that maybe feels a little more like 2005 2000 you know like when when uh but because i mean the people the streaming is all really young like you know i would yeah. think those is those, like the teen heartthrobs and stuff <laughs> right I yeah i can't think of anybody right off the top of my head that mm-hmm. is really big name yeah it's yeah. true that i think maybe now it would be sort of a nostalgic yeah kind of person you know what i mean yeah. like a jonas brother or somebody like that <laughs> 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 <I don't know. laughs> um but uh, i mean yeah, that was my initial thought was somebody on a reality tv like the bachelor or something like that maybe yeah, maybe the bachelor because they do you know they are touted up as like you know these dreamy guys and they do get ratings still mm-hmm. um so yeah. the bachelorette too but i feel like the bachelor more so because again it's it's a high female audience so yeah. they're, they're not watching the bachelorette like swooning over the bachelorette necessarily <laughs> as they are with the bachelor yeah but, yeah so it, they're trying to get this, uh, this, um, this star to of the soap opera to come, and I did think that it was really funny, sort of all the commentary about the soap opera as they're watching it. Oh, you know yes. that that yes. <laughs> you got like the 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 there's like well she's obviously pregnant and he's like he's been in a coma you know i don't know that i thought that was all pretty funny yeah. yes because it's so like it's true like that's how i don't know the i stopped watching soaps about five years ago but oh it's like that most of my watching days it's some crazy stuff went down yeah i had a brief period uh where i can't even remember which show it was where I, my friend got me into watching this insane storyline <laughs> where, where a woman had been cloned. Well, no, she had been lost at sea. And so then her husband cloned her and, and then she returns and like faces off against the clone. And that was pretty fun. I liked that. <laughs> I don't know what episode. I don't know what network that would have been. Yeah, on. I think it was Bold and the Beautiful, but I'm not oh, sure. Okay, I never watched that. Yeah. <laughs> don't hold me to that. But you could have had. I know there was like people with split personalities. One character yeah. would like to live had like 25 personalities. <laughs> you know, there were long lost dead sisters and brothers. That come yeah. And- I mean, I think honestly, the closest we have to that now is is Hallmark. Is, is as far as <laughs> well, right, and all the Hallmark, all the soap people co- are on home. I mean, I, we yeah. talked about that one time. How many? I mean, like, yeah, we get him 30 plus actors on Hallmark that are now in rotation that were so yeah. Oh, no, it's true. Even just this last weekend, you know, Natalie Hall was on soap yes. opera. I guess I don't, I don't think of Hallmark as being so outlandish. I guess <laughs> when I think of these outlandish scenarios, I think of Lifetime still. Well, um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so when I think of people turning and fighting their clone or something, <laughs> or, I would think of like Lifetime. A, a reality show, like something like a TLC, you know, something you'd oh see gosh. on TLC. Well, just for this sense of romantic escapism yeah definitely it's like it's a cozy version of it but uh, lifetime's the opposite they want to they want they want to put you on edge with the romance like don't trust him don't trust him girl (laughs) you could turn at any moment he's after something 
That's I, you, like a fail attraction romance. Yeah. It's like a forget the crazy, just the romance part. Yeah. So there was a couple of fashion that actually kind of worked into the dialogue. So we'll talk about them a little bit early, but uh, when in our uh, breakfast scene, yeah. Uh, so she comes down, and it's more of a kind of silk-like uh, fabric than her typical puffier robe and and she says oh i got uh i uh, went to victoria's secret they had a sale and then she says to mr sheffield i got some other things but that's my secret so that's what i'm saying all three of these episodes i felt like were a little bit more flirty and a little <laughs> yeah. more like that and then you see maggie coming down in the same <laughs> robe and she's like it's buy one get one free <laughs> that was cute <laughs> And then they're talking about the Victoria's Secret catalogs and like <laughs> I was like that, that feels like a dated thing too. I don't for know. Sure. Um, oh yeah, that's true. That's or, yeah, Brighton is like, oh, can I have the catalog? And I was just like, after I'm done with it. Yeah. Um, and you're like, oh <laughs> yeah, that's definitely uh, a dated thing. Well, by way of the internet, uh, yeah. things like catalogs <laughs> kind of went away. <laughs> And also another thing that's totally gone away is the sort of the frustration about the phone line. Oh, yes. You know, we just don't have that anymore. And uh, because Val's calling in, he's waiting for a phone call for Osaka. And there's lots of things in the the episode about uh, that. Do you get free mileage on your long distance? Yeah. And and that's just something that kids today to sound 150, they they would not understand (laughs) at all. Because there is yeah. no long distance. Like, it's all yeah. part of your plan. And, and there's no call waiting. I mean, yeah. who has a landline? I don't know. Maybe you, I you know. And then call waiting was the worst. I, I was so bad at it. I'd be clicking, clicking, and, and it seemed like it, I don't know. I was terrible at that. <laughs> and, yeah, I mean, because I remember it was a big deal. If you called long distance, it was, it had to be for something pretty it had to be for either special occasion or a birthday or something like that but my my grandparents uh lived in california and so uh from and we were in maryland and so i don't know it just wasn't the everyday thing that you just now you wouldn't even give it a second thought to call california from maryland it's no and when you even go abroad like when i went to london um yeah you can even now just pay you pay for an international plan and i can call anyone in the u.s without paying for the call like i paid my flat fee right exactly (laughs) yeah so different another thing i thought was interesting so uh, they have a whole scene in the office and she's wearing probably her most iconic one of her most iconic outfits <laughs> that we saw it briefly in the pilot but i don't think i could be wrong but i don't think in the pilot she's wearing the beret no i don't think so i don't think so and mm-hmm. so yeah it's the um it's the black suit with the uh with the leopard, leopard print mm-hmm. i think i always get yeah. leopard and cheetah mixed yeah, up i think it's leopard leopard <laughs> print and i thought it was interesting that cc says oh how pc of you uh because it's a faux fur yeah. and i don't know why i was like oh I, was that a thing uh, yeah <laughs> <It's a> thing <laughs> going out longer than we thought yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just yeah. well it's not pc it's jc <laughs> as in penny <laughs> right yeah my favorite lines from her easily were one was uh, at the breakfast table where she's just like so what you're saying is if you have business i should keep my personnel out of it and not let you and not yeah. uh, and let you go out in that tie uh yeah that was good <laughs> i was like i thought that was good and then when he leaves she's like he's totally going to change that tie <laughs> yeah <laughs> and there's this uh is this there's that whole like hand moving back and forth yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> throughout the episode yeah. yeah and then in here what did she say oh and she's like oh yeah um cc i like your outfit too she's like thanks it's adolfo and i was just like and, then, yeah. and, Hitler, oh. and walks away. <laughs> i was like oh <laughs> yes so then we get to meet this brock storm and uh, it was pretty funny i thought that he did not have spell oklahoma <laughs> okay yeah. uh, and he's like and andy <laughs> andy doesn't doesn't make me spell anything in his place yes 
I, and I was like, okay, they haven't done a cat's joke yet. Yeah, I was like, is this our first Andrew Lloyd Webber joke um, so. of the series? Yeah, because it's like they, they become a staple of, yeah. of Maxwell's yeah. repertoire. Um, yeah. But I was like, I think this might have been the first time we get an uh, Andrew Lloyd Webber name drop in here. <laughs> yeah, I did also like the line where he says, they've already named a sandwich after him, the Brockverst. which I was like, Oh, she's like, he's like, OMG, I've eaten him. He's <laughs> yes, I liked that line too. <laughs> that was good. And <laughs> so, I don't think, I think today I, I, I totally took that a different way than I would have when I watched it live. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Probably the raciest line of the whole episode for me because I just said it a different way. <laughs> And so then she shows up uh, in this ridiculous outfit. Uh, this uh, it's like a tube top with this black. It's kind of fluffy. Uh, like, it's <laughs> and then the black pants. And uh, and he's all he's very excited. Brock's very excited. Well, she had a coat on, right? And she just like she yeah. blams it yeah. off, like I, she just like dramatically yeah. throws it off of herself. I think what it's I the thought, same pink coat. Of... Have you all seen? Um, well, I know her also just from like watching concerts. But have you all seen Selena, in the movie? Uh, yes. yes. So it is very reminiscent, actually, of a Selena outfit. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Selena just has, like, a little black hat on. And then I I think it's the same kind of tight pants. But um, in the movie, it's like a beady, beady, bomb, bomb montage that she wears it. And they don't show it for too long, but that's instantly what I thought of. I was like, oh, that kind of looks like one of the iconic Selena outfits. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. I never thought of that, but yeah. yeah. But, yeah, like a crinkly, almost like flowers. They almost look like yeah, flower, yeah. like little midriff halter top. Like, I don't know, yeah. not halter, but like a mini crop top. A tube, yeah. A tube top. Well, And so he says that, uh, Brock says that he will agree to work with, work with them as long as he is one of his three, the scene that he, he wants her, his, his nanny. And Mr. Sheffield is aghast. <laughs> what does he want with my nanny? I can't believe it. Yeah. And he's like, get someone else to take care of his children. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I find the whole idea repulsive. And uh, I also liked that Cece calls her Fresnella. Fren- <laughs> it's like a... <laughs> and then what does Fran call her back when she comes back in? Um because I don't oh, know. No. She, she does another Ella back at Cece, but I can't remember what it was. But yeah, that was a great moment. It's also yeah. when Cece's like begging him to do it and Niles walks in and way to play hard to get, sir. Just like, <laughs> I won't do it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was good. <laughs> uh-huh. And so <laughs> also you have uh, the uh, yeah, you have Niles also. <laughs> He's like, I fell. I fell, sir. Oh, yeah. I tried to walk in. <laughs> and then when he, he's walking back out of the room and like yeah. looks at Cece and it's just like, oh, like, starts limping. <laughs> yeah, and Cece says she'll be doing her a favor instead of pimping her out. Oh, yeah, and, no, that was, so yeah, she's like, oh, she wanted to do it. And yeah. Niles is like, so what you're saying is you'd be doing her favor instead of, say, <laughs> pimping her out. <laughs> and, then, and then he feels bad again. Yes, and I, I really also that uh, when when Mister Shuffle says, "Isn't he the phoniest human being?" and Niles says, "Does that include Miss Babcock?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, and then you also have a cute little scene between uh, well, Maggie's there, Fran and Val, and she says that if you included a bathroom, you could sublet her her uh, closet. That was cute. And and now says to Mr. Sheffield, are you worried that she will have a good time or a bad time? (laughs) That included a racy scene too where she's teaching Maggie where to put the perfume. (laughs) Oh, right. She's like right right between the eyes, the brain. (laughs) It's very important. Oh my goodness. Yeah, and of course he's the worst. He's awful. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Gross. And uh and so 
uh, you know, she's not going to let him uh, mess with her. And she says that that guy was only interested in one thing. My father was finally right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he says, we're not going to allow him in that play. And she says, too bad, because now he can hit, really hit those high notes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like when she's sitting there with, like, the little peanuts and just like, what am I doing? Take this away from me. This it could easily turn into a 10-pound binge. <laughs> 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 yes so yeah the fashion in this one you had uh the, the the robe at the beginning uh then there was a black suit with leopard oh again we're yeah, gonna talk about that print. so you have uh, and then the tube top mm -hmm. and then the you had a brief scene where she's in jeans with a uh it, it's a colored diamond blouse yeah. with with the black vest yes and then there's a white robe with a fluffy pink paisleys all over it that's when they're in the uh yeah in the bedroom uh, with Val. Out in it. yeah and then there's their big ba bada boom kind of outfit uh is of course black turtleneck long yes. sleeves <laughs> black shirt and then she has a sparkly multicolored sequined vest yes and uh and then it has sort of colored diamonds on the back and black pantyhose yeah. so it was pretty I, know, I was actually a little bit shocked i was like i was shocked she didn't have a, a dress for the big date you know i was like oh we're still doing the turtleneck and the vest like yeah. and the skirt yeah. i don't know I, I i in my head i was like oh i don't know i would have expected a dress for this big yeah, date you know but they invested in those turtlenecks they're gonna get as much wear <laughs> And then they have like a little zinger moment at the end where she's in that red, orange, and green yeah. sweater again. And yeah. I'm like, oh no, the sweater returned. <laughs> that, that sweater has returned. At least it's not the vegetable sweater. Oh, oh my gosh. gosh. Well, she has another really weird coat in the next episode. <laughs> that I was like, what is that coat? Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. So, so Rachel, that actor, so he was on Days of Our Lives. Oh, that's so and funny. And he was on General Hospital. And the whole thing with the patch yeah his name was patch on days of um, our lives yeah i was like he's oh. like an evil twin like patch yeah. he, he has an evil twin in days of our yeah. lives <laughs> oh god yeah but but yeah he, he was, was in the young and the restless general hospital days of our lives so he's just been like a perennial i was soap actor yeah he was a fabulous villain on general hospital for a few years <laughs> i would probably give this one mm, probably a six as well yeah, I was thinking like maybe a five, five and a half. Yeah, five and a half. I'll I'll do five and a half. I would uh, say six and a half just because I like Stephen Nichols, that actor, and he, uh -huh. he, did, he played up the he played up the soap. He was extreme soap, like yeah. it, you know, and then he did that well. So for That's that, I'll, I'll jump. Even his intro, bit. like his singing, is big over the top, like yeah. dramatic acting. Yeah. Well, we'd like to take a second from this episode of the podcast and talk about our sponsor for this episode, uh, the good folks over at Skylight Frames. And right now we are all trying to think of Mother's Day. It's coming up and trying to think of what we could get the women in our lives. And, and Larry, I know you live with your grandma. Is that something that's yeah. trying to figure out the perfect gift? <laughs> Certainly, uh, when you're raised by your grandma, sometimes you have to think double <laughs> for Mother's Day and just trying to think of, of the perfect thing to, to get her this year because mm -hmm. shopping options are limited. Yes, yes. And uh, staying in touch, it can be difficult, especially for people that maybe aren't as technologically savvy as, as some of the other, uh, other younger people. And uh, the, a really easy way to do that is with Skylight Frames. This is a photo frame you can email photos directly to. So you don't have to, there's no USB, there's no, there's no complicated process for uploading the photos. People can literally be at a site or at, a, they can be in quarantine, <laughs> they can be anywhere. They can take a photo, they can email it right to the frame. People can be looking and see their photo there so it's a really fun idea and it's a way that you can because my family we have people all over the world my two of my sisters are in england and then i have a brother in portland and a sister in virginia and and so i gave my skylight frame 
to my parents and it's been really great for them to be able to get those photos from all over the place and and be able to uh, do that in a really easy way the whole thing sets up in under 60 seconds uh that uh, it's it's really uh even for the non-tech savvy it's very simple and and it has a touch screen it's just very easy to use 100 satisfaction guarantee if you don't love your skylight frame they'll offer you a full refund you can also if you're giving that as a gift you could preload it with uh photos so it would make a nice like wedding gift or you know in this case mother's day gift you could put like all the grandkids or or all of uh, you know, different kids from different, uh, for different times of their life. And it would just be really, really, really fun. And there's a special holiday offer. You can get $10 off your purchase of a skylight frame. When you go to skylightframe.com slash hallmark and enter code hallmark, that's skylightframe.com slash hallmark, enter code hallmark. Okay. Our last episode, uh, is called the nanny in law. And this whole episode is about, uh, Mr. Sheffield's nanny coming to play visit and is played by Cloris Leachman, who's a legend, of course. Yeah. Uh, you know, Mary Tyler Moore show is where I heard the best. And she was amazing. Uh, but I don't know. What did you think about this episode overall, Larry? So I thought Cloris Leachman was the funniest part of the episode. Yeah. <laughs> she had like the best lines to me. I just, I thought she was really funny. Um, yeah, I thought it was it was a fun episode just because of her, basically. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, Colleen? I agree. Um, it wasn't it was my least favorite of the three this week. Yeah, but I did think she was good on the. She was definitely the highlight, and her accent was very good, and <laughs> her looks and the way you know the way she was reprimanding Fran and all that stuff. It was good. That was funny. Yeah, this one's not my favorite. I I don't know. I I guess I just didn't think that many of the jokes really landed. I mean, it, it, there were a lot of things that they kind of put out there, like the relationship between Niles and the nanny. I didn't really think that was very funny. It was just kind of like okay. Uh, and uh, there were a few funny stuff. We'll talk about them. But this definitely, I agree. My least. It's this is my least favorite of all the ones we've talked about. I think okay. is this episode personally. Mm-hmm so far uh but yeah i'm mean, course leachman like i said she's i absolutely love her character in Mar- the mary tyler moore show <laughs> she's such a snob but in a really funny way and uh, there th- there's obviously going to be a clash because she's a traditional nanny who is used to things being done you know in a normal way and uh, and so here fran with her uh her different uh ideas is they're gonna clash and uh, and i there was i did like the line when <laughs> when they're talking about his uh his his plays mr shuffle's plays and for and says and it's not so little he lost over a million dollars on the last one <laughs> 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 and uh Oh my and, gosh, I loved when she first meets her and Fran walks up and is like, Niles, take her jacket. She has a sweat mustache. Oops, uh, my mistake. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> yes, I also think it's funny that they threw in a little thing that evidently Cece's sister is named BB. Oh, <laughs> That yes. was funny. And then her mom is like Dee Dee or something. Yeah, like... <laughs> and, <laughs> and, uh, and then... Uh, the there's there's a uh, starts out with a breakfast scene where uh where fran is kind of scolded by a nanny nanny mueller about you know that in in my day the the nanny ate in the in the with the other servants and some of the other things and i just the best part about this whole episode to me was when (laughs) when Fran is in the kitchen singing in my own little corner (laughs) from Cinderella. (laughs) That was funny. Yeah. (laughs) And she tells, she tells uh, that, uh, you know, my people invented guilt. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Did you guys like the, the Niles and the nanny thing more than me? No, I, thought it was creepy yeah <laughs> it was just kind of like eh. 
I don't know, especially it's like how much older is she if she was 30 or whatever? I don't know. It was like, yeah, okay. She's gotta be in her nineties now or late eighties now. So yeah. I don't know how old he is. Um no, but yeah, even in well, their characters, because he was talking about like, oh, the nanny and the butler's son. And I was just yeah, like, oh, I yeah. don't know. It was, a, it was a weird dynamic right off the bat. Yeah, and just like, it, she said that, oh, I was 30 or something like yeah. that, I think, when they were upstairs. Uh, and <clears throat> there's a pretty, pretty famous line in this episode where uh, for Frances that uh, uh, about the fat bear that can't even get through the doorway every time he has a decent <laughs> meal and who, <laughs> and who in his right mind calls a boy Winnie let alone the poo <laughs> far be it from me to poo the poo, or yeah. poo, the poo. that was good that yeah, was... the whole Winnie the Pooh thing I thought was funny that was funny yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> And I did. I also kind of loved how Cece just loved Manny Mueller so much. (laughs) You're just like my nanny. (laughs) Like at the end, where she just like gets hiking guard. Mueller's just like, okay, okay, like and shoves her away. (laughs) Like get off me. Okay. (laughs) Well, and she so she puts the kids in the 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 nautical (laughs) uniforms or whatever, and and (laughs) Fran says. Well, looky here. Look what we got here. It's the Von Sapp family. <laughs> that was funny. I wrote that down. <laughs> <laughs> and I forget who says it. This has never come between a man and his nanny. I forget if that was Niles or one of the one of the nannies that she. Oh yeah. To, like in their little park group. Yeah, that was weird. Oh yeah. That that was kind of weird. <laughs> Yeah, but she's like, oh, they want me to wear a uniform, and they all open up their jackets yeah. and their uniform. Well, and the one is like, I found Jeffrey with the or whatever with, <laughs> and and Fran's like, can we can we make it about me this time? Like what? Yeah. yeah, that I do love though. I think she had it on just briefly, but I loved how she looked in that pink coat in this episode. Yeah, like, I thought yeah, her I like hair. Oh, her hair looked amazing in that scene. I loved the coat, this bright pink trench coat. Yeah, that was I, I loved other. I was the, like, yes. Yeah. I mean, that coat, it, the color's a little crazy still, but I that coat is timeless. I have a black trench coat I wear. I mean, now. Yeah. I love trench coats. Anyway. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Any I thought coat. that was like one of her more fashionable moments. I was just yeah. like, oh, wow, she looks great here. Yeah. Yeah, and then at a point, uh, so Mr. Sheffield is going to tell Nanny Mueller to leave, and then Nanny Mueller's like, I remember that time I saved your life pulling you out of the river or whatever. <laughs> Breathing <laughs> life back into your lungs. <laughs> yes. yes, and so, yeah, and then finally she does leave, and she they kind of make up her and Fran, and uh, that's kind of the, the end of the... <laughs> Laura's yeah, still be like, oh, can I can stay? Not a chance. <laughs> Not a chance. Uh, and you also see Fran in a sexy nanny. Oh, we yeah. see her in the unsexy nanny outfit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it starts out as far as the fashion. Starts out she's got white turtleneck, black jacket with white edging, and then this bizarre like <clears throat> white. Like image people. of a child or something. Like, there's, people on, there's like white. Two, yeah, two kids or people on her shirt. It just her... It, they look like uh, paper cutout people, like yeah, paper yeah. dolls. Like it reminds it me so weird. <laughs> it that was the weird one of the like creepy images in in that in movie Us. You know, oh, like yeah. The... <laughs> I mean, it is like that. It is. It was a weird jacket. I was like, it was what the is that? designer who designed the fruit vest or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was creepy. I'm like, what is this? weird jacket she had a red skirt on and that and then then there's uh, her next outfit was a gold vest with, a, with that same lacy white shirt Ooh. and a, a kind of a bronzy colored skirt and then she had green nylons on yes <laughs> like, oh, no oh. <laughs> um and then the pink coat yeah. uh, she had like purple gloves and a black turtleneck in there and then there was the nanny uniform and then there was a pink robe with like fluffy flowers kind of on it yeah and uh and then the sexy nanny uniform. <laughs> <laughs> and then when they're being like i'll be back i gotta take this off and he's like oh do you yeah <laughs> <laughs> so they, yeah they they're doing a pretty good job of kind of setting those little kind of building up that 
tension, that sexual well, tension. Yes. Him being them. like so jealous in the last episode, him like waiting up for her and all that. Yeah. Now we're getting these little moments or yeah, when they're having like the discussion about like, oh no, he picked me up off the street and he's like, oh no, I tried her out for the weekend first. Yeah. And like, with Nanny Mueller. Right. Like, when she looks at Gracie and it's just like, dear, or uh, Maggie. And she's like, are you going on the stage, dear? And she's like, no. Oh, yeah. So and she's like, then there's no need to be made up like this. Like, <laughs> and that is like, true. Wiping her face. They do keep throwing in little hints about the Eddie. Yeah. With yeah. In all, I think all three <laughs> of these episodes, they've said something, whether it's on the phone or, yeah. or something. So I guess it's I don't a, remember if we see Eddie again. I, I don't, don't think we do. I think it's just I, in the two episodes. But they, they, they try to make it seem like this was a long term relationship. <laughs> <laughs> Evidently. Yeah. At 14. I mean, yeah. really? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I just, I, I liked the moments of nanny mueller like running around like reprimanding people that was like my favorite parts of this episode of, of her little quips to random yeah. people throughout yeah so i would probably give this one i don't know i just most of it fell flat for me uh i'd probably give it like a 4.5 yeah i was thinking like a five mm-hmm. i was thinking like a four yeah definitely yeah. not a fan <laughs> <laughs> So this was a this was a, maybe more of the the this this three set wasn't our favorite, but yeah. you know you win some you lose some, uh, but <laughs> we certainly had a lot of fashion to, to yeah. yes. go around though. <laughs> That's very true. <laughs> so let us know your thoughts about these three episodes, and also your thoughts about the the departure of nylons pantyhose from fashion do you agree with colleen and i oh and did anyone watch ever happened (laughs) (laughs) and then of course did anybody watch that uh table reading that they did yes what were your thoughts on that did you did you like that let us know we'd love to hear your thoughts and we are working on getting this as a standalone series i just talked to our advertiser people and everything this week so but for now it's on the hallmarkies podcast so uh could you check that out and also if you can share it with uh you know with your friends and fellow nanny fans we would be so grateful uh also if you can put in your reviews if you're listening on itunes that helps us out so much and if you're listening on youtube give us a thumbs up subscribe to the channel and we just got over a thousand subscribers so for hallmarkies podcast youtube so yay and uh and then we also have our patron group which is so important right now it's so great and we also have our merch store which is so exciting and so larry uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about your merch <laughs> and also you can tell us where people yeah. can find you yeah so um i just uploaded a video last week on my channel lc screen talk on youtube and i also put up pictures on my instagram and twitter which are both lc screen talk as well of the shirt i bought the fran cast i decided that i thought red was an appropriate color because you get to select your color if you've never been over there and yeah i love it i think the design really pops against the red personally yeah oh, i'm so glad uh yeah and this artist art artist jessica miller designed the the logo which i love it that so much great. and it's so cute <laughs> yeah and uh and so colleen where can people find you i am on instagram and twitter at lele44094 l-e-l-e-44094 great and you can find me at rachel's reviews all their social media itunes youtube and on rotten tomatoes so please check out all of that and uh, again give us your feedback we would love to hear it and uh, thanks so much you guys and we'll talk again next week bye everybody bye, bye. bye. bye.